Welcome, can you believe it, to episode 24 of Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast. I'm Nick Cole, doing Elvis Bruce Lee punching moves. I like it. And you are? Single white Medusa, I wish they could see your moves. They could see <laughs> my moves, cool. I had to thrust that out, I had to, I had to yaw, yaw, yaw! <laughs> Elvis would do that on stage. That was crazy. I he think would just he do karate me. work. Yeah, and, uh, that was like his idea of interpretive dance what in the was that in the 70s or was that 60s it was in the 70s i yeah. think he was just trying to gin it up and kind of get it together yeah you know because it's it's hard well no one knows more than you <laughs> it's hard performing yeah it takes a lot of energy and i mean as a solo act like that you're probably yeah. always feeling like you need yeah. to reinvent yourself at some point so you don't get static or whatever does the audience know that you used to drink ripped fuel before your performances? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was so long ago. That was a very short period of time in my life. But when, you needed that energy. <sighs> I was doing Maria in West Side Story at a dinner theater where we did seven shows a week. So it was sort of that Broadway-type schedule, although not on Broadway. <laughs> but it was Broadway, good, not Broadway. Because it got me used to, just in case, you just know. Just in case. Broadway! To do that schedule. And two shows on Sundays. And, yeah, I had to take ripped fuel Ripped on fuel. Sundays because yeah. and I had a church job that morning for a few and hours. a friend turned you onto the juice yeah a male opera singer friend he was like hey just try just, a little rip just fuel. take just take one of these pills and it'll give you the oh <laughs> I always imagined it was a little shot no I think it was pills it was I'm a pill sure. he just gave yeah. you a handful of pills no he, well I don't think he gave me a bottle I think I just went and bought him I'm oh pretty you sure. went you went down to the muscle store probably to get, to yeah get gains. GMC or something you're like do you have um I think it's called ripped fuel <laughs> Like, Pretty yeah, sure. what are you trying to do? You trying to get your gains? Kind of. You need some muscle protein? You need a muscle shaker? Uh, what do you need? Uh, performing Rip. gains? <laughs> <laughs> I need unlimited energy. Yeah. <laughs> that show required, actually, the emotional energy was actually the hardest. The Everything else was fine. That was no big deal. Do you but. want to tell the audience about the big moment when you needed the emotional energy Oh, it's just, you know, Tony's... You know, he, he gets shot, and I'm supposed to break down and cry. And that, Tony! Tony! That takes a lot of energy, and to do that twice in one day is when you're exhausted and you only got a couple hours of sleep. Yeah. It was, that was, that was rough. And then and one do that time, for kind of and then two one time straight. your ex-boyfriend showed up. That was the worst. Yeah, that was really hard. Yeah. I saw him through, I had to wheel on like a standing, I don't know, full-length mirror thingy. No. Right before my first scene. And for some reason, I didn't even usually look at the audience through the mirror standing backstage. But for some reason, like the way like that I turned the mirror for a second, I could see the front row, like a little bit of the front row. And I saw him sitting there with his new girlfriend. And I was oh. like, oh, <laughs> knife through the heart. How am I going to do this? But I did. And you had to go out there and cry in front of him. The show must go on. Rip fuel. <laughs> It was rough. I don't know if that was a Sunday, so I don't know if I was on the ripped fuel that day or not. <laughs> well, if that's not horrible enough, today's topic that we are going to uh, discuss on Control Alt the Revolt the Podcast is um, just a kind of crazy thing that we found out about called, I'm going to get it wrong, but Single White Medusa can jump in there and correct me, um, Biological Digital... Bio-digital convergence. Bio-digital convergence. And if you thought that the elites had not ginned up all the worst possible utopias, 
this bio uh, digital convergence really like dovetails in a, a lot about what we've been we've been talking about. Um, what it is basically is is it's you know things that we have discussed in uh, the world of, of fiction for a long time. The marriage of both the biological life and the digital life. Um, biological machinery. Apparently this has been a big thing, and I think most of the people that are in this podcast, pretty smart people, savvy, know nanobots, know that, you know, this has been going on, it's been researched uh, at MIT, and everything like that. But it's interesting. There's two moments happening, I think, in our culture right now. There are, you know, the elites, the establishment, who are our enemies. And I'm comfortable saying enemies now. I truly am, because... When I look at their plans and when I look at what they're determining, everything is that they want to do requires an abrogation, a surrendering of our free will. So even though it may be well-intentioned, which I actually don't think it is, um, it's still an attack because it's not, it's not requiring a partnership or the desire to opt out. When you read the language, and they're pretty bold about it, a lot of it is people need to be forced, like the... Uh, Dr. Lena Wen, who I think was Planned Parenthood, who was telling everybody that the the vaccine needed to be given a carrot and stick approach for people to take the vaccine so that not even to take the vaccine, but so that you could change the world. They're all about forcing all of us to change. And so uh, where did we come? Who? What podcast is this that we came across? Well, it was originally from... <laughs> One of my favorite sources, my Mercola, Dr. Yep. Mercola um, daily email newsletter. He just does great reports. But anyway, a lot of times he embeds a video, um, maybe that he ends up kind of summarizing, you know, whatever for his article, but he put the video in it. So then we watched the video and it was from the Corbett report. The Corbett and he's report. he's a Canadian guy. Yeah. Interesting guy. Did this really great uh, uh, takedown of, you know, the, the, the bio digital convergence which they're that's the moment they're hovering over the bio digital convergence um and you'll see what they're going what they have planned for you in what we're going to read um and then i think that there is our side which if you have not read and we'll put the link in the um show notes today kurt schlichter's takedown of of uh, president asterix <laughs> it's and, so good <laughs> and and cackle cackle bunny um the cackling understudy, I think. He really makes the solid point that our side is hovering over, you know, we know that there's a what's next moment coming, but really what we were really saying is Trump was your last chance to the other side. Um, We now realize that you are naked in your totalitarian fascism and that what you're going to get next is going to be a brutal smackdown. I don't know if I totally am on board that that is going to happen, um, I'm for it 100% because I've outlined these establishment utopianists um, who are really getting into transhumanism, which is really what biodigital life is. Mm-hmm. It's really transhumanism. Uh, and the website um, and where you'll find it, where we'll post uh, um, the Corbett reports talk about it. But if you go over to uh, a Canadian think tank, called the Horizon... Uh, Policy Horizons Canada. Po- Policy, Policy Horizons Canada. It's a think tank, and it's heavily intertwined with... I mean, uh, it's literally, though, on the top of the website, yeah. Government of Canada. I think it's officially yeah. a government 
mm-hmm. you know, like a arm of the government or whatever, yeah. you know, like a heavily intertwined affiliated with the government with the United States. A lot of crossover thinkers. Uh, uh, lo and behold, I mean, surprise, surprise, not lo and behold, but lo and behold, surprise, surprise, all of these people are World Economic Forum. That is coming mm-hmm. up a lot lately. And so... And may I say, for, I think we've had questions in the comments sometimes, like, who do you think, like, there can't be this many people and there's no one that's going to kind of whistleblow. But, like, who do you think is, you know, in charge of this Is if there is, like, a big... Um, conspiracy like to make this stuff happen but it does seem to be the world economic forum i guess that would be the answer right like yeah. who is kind of in charge and kind of making i think that i think the world economic forum is sort of the operational mm-hmm. arm i think that there are people you know i mean people are pointing towards klaus schwab mm-hmm. george soros i think yeah. i think that they're i think we're getting a, if we could do some data analysis in the paul revere mode i think we could get there but um a lot of this is coming out of the World Economic Forum, and what uh, Horizons Canada, Policy Horizons for Canada is, is it is a naked description of transhumanism. Uh, they don't want you to be human anymore. They want to get rid of humanity, um, and they really package it and sell you, sell it to you, as this really great thing. So you kind of go through the policy director, you, you know, her bio. You see what she's all about, World Economic Forum. The article, I mean, you know, a lot of people say, and I've had a couple of people, um, and smart people, who will come to me and say, well, there is no grand conspiracy. Yeah, but it's amazing how a lot of these people use the same words constantly. Mm -hmm. Stakeholders, scalability, sustainability. Build back better. Build back better. Like, it's, it's weird how these terms crop up. And you could say, well, they're common usage. I'd say, no, this sounds like radio communication. This is code. This is coming from a direct source. That's how communication works. So uh, they're buzzwords. It's it's sort of, you know, a uh, buzzword smoothie. But it's interesting how it, it, it comes out and how it, it's constantly reproduced among these organizations. So you go through Policy Horizons Canada, and they eventually... They tell you all this really dark Orwellian stuff with a smiling face, like you're supposed to be in on it. And again, it's all through the lens of that liberal leftist um, desire to ignore human behavior, to think like, oh, everybody will have a home bioprinting lab and not think anybody will use that for negative things. Mm-hmm. Or they do factor it in, and they're going to make sure they take it away from you, and they're the only ones. But like, as, as, as the Corbett Report reminds us, remember when the internet came out, we were all going to be citizen journalists. And now it turns out uh, half of us can't be because mm-hmm. of our politics. So it's amazing how that works. Um, and maybe that's the plan. Maybe that's the game plan. Again, the Schlichter article points towards um, you had your chance we get you now. You did not want to play fair. What's coming next is going to be ugly. And I'll just say, I think it's going to be violent. And, uh, you know, but these people brought it on themselves. I'm not organizing anything. I'm not advocating anything. I'm just telling you as a guy who's seen a bunch of fights, what happens? This is probably what's going to happen. So at the end of this whole thing on their website at Policy Horizons Canada, they give you this absolutely batshit. Sorry, mom. Um, description of what your life will be like in a bio-digital future. And the things to pay attention here are 
the lack of choice, the constant surveillance, and the lack of work. And when you read through the text of everything they have planned, they want to turn you into a data storage device. They want to turn you into a computer. They're going to get you into the pod. They're going to make you believe that you're living your best life. But really what you're becoming is a storage and computing center. So let's go ahead. Uh, Single White Medusa is going to transform into, I don't know, a yoga teacher named Adrian, uh, reading in her best ethereal Southwest, you know, shamanic, 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 shamanic voice of wisdom recently acquired at the Learning Ad Annex Seminar in Yoga. Okay, I'll try it, or I'll just read it pretty much as myself, <laughs> well, probably. All right, I was giving you a little character direction <laughs> okay, I there. Okay, I mean, I'll try, I'll try. Let's, let's hear, you know... I'll just probably, like, get sick of myself reading it, <laughs> but we'll see, we'll, just, we'll start it. You want this job? You're going to read in that character! <laughs> and this part is entitled, Good Morning, Bio-Digital. And here's the little uh, descriptor right before I'm already the feeling the character. Okay. Many factors could affect how biodigital convergence technologies could impact different societies, countries, cultures, environments, and people around the globe. The following is one of many possible narratives depicting some of the innovations in a future biodigital world. I'm already feeling that sense of serene smugness. There, you've never had any information that's disagreed with your worldview. You've never been challenged. You've been coddled in a nursery your entire life. Um, everything is a right. I'm, I'm really getting that from your voice. Just wait till I get to the creative writing Just portion now. <laughs> Here we go. Here's your future as outlined by the World Economic Forum through Policy Horizons in Canada, which is very heavily intertwined with the U.S., I wake up to the sunlight and salty coastal air of the Adriatic Sea. I don't live anywhere near the Mediterranean, but my AI, which is also my health advisor, has prescribed a specific air quality, scent, and solar intensity to manage my energy levels in the morning, and has programmed my bedroom to mimic this climate. So that was the first thing that jumped out to me, is they're already telling you right off the bat, you're not going to have much choice. Um, The AI has decided you should have some salt air in the morning. That's what you're getting, whether you feel like it or not. And and, and you'll read through it, and it's very subtle throughout this article, how little choice you have and how you will be taken care of like a little uh, swaddled baby. That's what I gathered from it, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cookie-cutter existence, zero individuality, zero freedom. Um, Yeah. Total monitoring. Yeah. The fresh bed sheets grown in my building from regenerating fungi are better than I imagined. Well, that doesn't take much, because I would imagine that fungi sheets would be really terrible. Wait, wait, are you Adrian or <laughs> no, are you No, I'm me now. <laughs> you slipped up. Sorry, I had Adrian. to comment. I had to comment <laughs> Adrian on had fungi a little, sheets. Yes, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I think women would love to sweep, sleep on fungi oh, sheets. Yeah. Yeah, so that Nothing wrong could come from that, you know, no. <laughs> Okay. Um, I feel rested and ready for the day. 
I need to check a few things before I get up. I send a brain message to open the app that controls my insulin levels and make sure my pancreas is optimally supported. Sending brain message now. Sending brain <laughs> message. I need to send a brain message. Okay. Well, how do you send a brain message? Oh, you've had something jammed in your skull. <laughs> That's how you said the scene. They don't tell you they jammed something in your skull. Mm -hmm. They said you're sending a brain message. <laughs> not a text message, not a voice, Siri, Siri, I need to check something. No, you are sending a brain message. They and Nothing could go wrong with that. I mean, disregard the fact that some scientist actually tried to hook his brain up to the internet and fried his brain. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Good, good luck with that. But, you know, they're going to experiment on you because they want to get it right, right for Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine having to inject myself with needles like my mother did when she was a child. Now it's a microbe transplant that auto-adjusts and reports on my levels. Everything looks alright, so I check my brain's digital interface to read the dream data that was recorded and processed in real time last night. So you made a great point about this. Mm -hmm. If they can read your dreams... They can read your thoughts. Oh, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> I know. Thought crime. <laughs> yeah. And now they can I prove it. I am in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I think, you know, most of us, really. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> okay. Um, let's see. My therapy app analyzes the emotional responses I expressed while I slept. It suggests I take time to be in nature this week to reflect on my recurring trapped-in-a-box dream and enhance helpful subconscious neural activity. My AI recommends a forest day. I think, okay, and my AI and neural implant do the rest. Hold on real quick. I think, okay? Mm -hmm. That's not thinking. That's agreeing. They, right. The, 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 the exactly. AI told you, hey, whatever you had planned, you're going to get lucky or eat a bag of Doritos. You're going out to the wood, wood, woodsy. We're going out to the woods, <laughs> woodsy. You're going out to the woods, ranger, Rick, mm -hmm. camper. You're going out to the woods, camper, whether you like it or not. Like, already the AI is telling you how you're going to live your day. And you're right. It's very idiocracy. Yeah. Like, you're not even really thinking. Yeah. You're just like, okay. Yeah, but, li yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's I think. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure my editor, David Gatewood, would light that sentence up. Like, <laughs> I don't think saying, okay, I think is, is, okay, I said. Okay, I answered. Okay, I responded. But not, okay, I think. You're not actually thinking. You're agreeing. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, this is why liberal fiction and leftist fiction is so bad, and it has to be jam. Like we talked about in the secret podcast, the insiders got a, got like it has to be crammed down your throat by the tech lords because mm -hmm. it's so badly written. Exactly. Because because they're horrible, deficient, soulless, impassionate people. But it's really fun to make fun of. Yeah, it's fun to make fun of. <laughs> And actually, I think Again, that's... read the Kurt Schlichter article. It's brutal and hilarious. Yeah. Okay. The summary of my BugBot surveillance footage shows... Wait, what? I know. BugBots? And then the weird thing is, <laughs> and we haven't even gone down this rabbit hole, um, there's a related post, BugBots harnessing insects. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, everybody loves insects. I They're already just... hate insects. <laughs> Don't worry, that oh spider gosh. that's trying to live in your hair, yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's, monitoring, it's monitoring your chi Ugh. so that the computer can tell you to, to uh, wash your feet. <laughs> okay. 
<clears throat> so, the summary of my bug bot surveillance footage shows that my apartment was safe from intruders, including other bug bots, last night. But it does notify me that my herd of little cyber dragonflies are hungry. They've been working hard collecting data and monitoring the outside environment all night. So, they've, but, been, they've been working hard spying on me and everybody else in the neighborhood. Yeah. But the number of mosquitoes and lime-carrying ticks that normally hunt to re- that they normally hunt to replenish their energy was smaller than expected. With a thought, oh, your your one thought of the day. With a thought, I order some nutrient support for them. With a thought, I order some nutrient support. Okay, so again, I'm going to take issue with this. A thought is not consuming. Yeah, like that. Me that's push button. That's an action. Yeah. You know, I thought with I know I understand what they're trying to say, but again, they're making it seem like you're something more than just a consumer. Yeah. You know that you actually have a choice in this. If the the AI has already ordered it for you. The AI already knows what the algorithm like the AI already knows the bug casualties or the bug's energy level or whatever. The AI doesn't need you to have a thought. It's just giving you that illusion mm-hmm. so that you're happy inside the pod cage, gilded cage, gold thing. Exactly. Yeah. My feet hit the regenerative carpet and I grab a bathrobe, although I don't need it for warmth. My apartment is gradually warming up to a comfortable 22 degrees. That's obviously Celsius. As it cycles. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Not with these people. We have to cut down on global warming. So we've altered your body to enjoy 22 <laughs> degrees. But again, I, again, like the, the, the stupid low info leftist believes this. Hmm. They don't believe that, oh my gosh, I'm actually feeling kind of cold today. And then have you, if you ever stayed in a modern hotel room, you try to play with the temperature, they ain't letting you play with it. Mm-hmm. They, like you can have it at sixty eight, or you can have it at seventy two. Right, you know, but this but, is a Canada thing. I do. Right. I think they. No, I'm, I'm just joking. But but <laughs> yeah. again, the leftist assumes they'll have some kind of control. Mm-hmm. No, the, the 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 AI is going to say, well, to fight climate change, you need to keep it at this temperature until nine thirty a.m. and then you're allowed two hours of heat. It's always it has never not failed to move to that. Why do they think it'll be any different? No, you're completely on the rails. Yeah, I hate that. Okay. So it's gradually warming to a comfortable 22 degrees as it cycles through. Adrian? As it cycles through a constantly shifting daily routine that keeps me in balance with the time of day and season. Oh, I'm in balance. Why? Mm. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's so much to dissect. Okay. Why do you need to be kept in. Why, why does the temperature control and the simulated environment keep you in tune? With the light and the day and the temperature and the seasons, let me answer that for you. You're in a climate lockdown. You're not allowed outside because mm. you'll make it hot. That's what they're not telling you. So they give you the ocean atmosphere, yeah. the Adriatic yeah. Sea atmosphere in your pod yeah. apartment. You're staying in the pod. You're not getting out. They don't even yeah. say that in this, but they're telling you yes. the quiet part out loud. You won't be able to interfere. You're like, oh, I wish I could stay in touch with the... The, the sea, like, I'm so, like, like the thing about her mom, like, I, I, I don't have to have needles, you know, because, like, my mom did. Oh, well, I don't have to go outside and look at the sun like my mom did to figure out what year it is and what, what season it is and what time of day is. You get that vitamin D. Yeah, I can just stay in the pod all day watching Netflix. <laughs> Telling me, have you have you have you looked at which you know? Uh, by then, it'll be which like 
transgender gnomic, you know. <laughs> gnomic. Gnomic. <laughs> Trans. Have you celebrated? You're not watching enough transgender movies. Are you a gnomist? Are, yeah. you, Are you anti-gnome? I sure am. I hate those <laughs> bastards. Anyways. Okay. Building codes and home energy infrastructure are synchronized and require all homes to be auto-regulated for efficiency. Require. They love that word, but yes. what require really means is force and you have no choice. Mm-hmm. Because houses and buildings are biomimetic and incorporate living systems for climate control whenever po wherever possible, they are continuously filtering the air and capturing carbon. I check my carbon offset measure to see how much credit I will receive for my home's contribution to the government's climate change mitigation program. Yeah, and oh, remember, man. remember, like, like you know how you get your water bill every month? I don't know if everybody else has that, but in California, all you do is get a shame bill mm -hmm. telling you how much you spend and how much you owe and then trying to compare you to your neighbors. Like, you're really using a lot of water. And then the neighbors all go out in the street like, did you get this? Like, yeah, we're all the highest users in the neighborhood. It Everybody is. Yeah, it gives you this little, like, graph or chart. I don't know what yeah. you would call it because it's just three lines. Yeah. But it's like, here's you. And it's like, you're using like a ton, you know? And then it's like, here's your average neighbor and they're using like kind of a lot less than you. And then like, here's your most efficient neighbors and they're using hardly any. Yeah. And then, yeah, but you go and compare and everybody's getting the, you're using way too much yeah. one. And you're so like, mm. you will never get a carbon credit. You will always be shamed into doing less and living in more darkness and using less and enjoying life less and, and being taxed for it. Like the government never gives you a break. They just screw you constantly. So again, this is another lie. Exactly. As I head to the bathroom, I pause at the window to check the accelerated growth of the neighboring building. Biological architecture has reached new heights, and the synthetic tree compounds are growing taller each day. What are they, freaking druids now? Mm -hmm. They're building tree houses, and you're going to live in the tree house. Okay, so this is why you need to be kept in touch with the seasons and the, uh, and the sunlight, because when you look out your window, all you see is construction. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe you're in a giant underground cavern. I don't know what it is. But whatever it is, what freak goes... like? Oh, and this is the other subtext, too. Like, I had a friend... We had a friend um, that lived in Sweden. And she said the thing... And it, when it was socialist. Sweden is not socialist anymore. That's a, that's a myth that the left likes to tell you. As in when Bernie Sanders got caught. And they said, well, can you name some socialist nations in Europe? And he tried to name... And they're like, no, those, those nations are not socialist anymore. So, and then he said, oh, well, I don't know. I thought that was your whole thing. You were supposed to know as a socialist. But um, she said the thing about socialism was this. Everybody is always interested in your business. So if you get a new refrigerator, everybody on the block wants to know how you got it. Everybody's in your business. So what does this freak little busy body do? Instead of look out at the sun or look at her garden or look at the weather to see if she needs a coat or an umbrella or to wear a bikini. No, she's checking up on her neighbors. She's interested in their lives. My whole thing is I don't want anyone interested in my life and I don't want to be interested in anybody else's life. Mm -hmm. And that's how freedom-minded people are. That is the core difference between us and the crazy left. The left wants to like actually sacrifices their life in favor of being interested in your life. Your life is the most important thing to them. Controlling you, forcing you. Exactly. Yeah. 
to ensure that the building can withstand even the strongest winds and to reduce swaying for residences on the top floors, a robotic 3D printer is clambering around the emerging structure and adding carbon-reinforced biopolymer, strengthening critical stress points identified by its AI-supported sensor array. I'm so here's, glad. here's the big takeaway that she's Betty Fruitcake is glad about. Um, no one's working on that building. It's AI robots, so no one has a job. Mm-hmm. Construction is a huge job for most people. Like You can't have civilization without construction. But don't worry, the smarter-than-you AI is building a treehouse for people to live in um, and, 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 and to reduce the swaying and, like, oh, I hope these treehouses don't burn down. You know, and they even kind of acknowledge that in this article. But it's interesting. Another subtext is no one's building that building over there. Mm-hmm. Never in this article is any work mentioned. And I don't know if they're tree houses because this next sentence is weird. I am glad they decided to tree the roof of this building with fire-resistant genetically modified red cedar since urban forest fires have become a concern. <laughs> tree the roof. <laughs> While I'm brushing my teeth, Jamie, my personal AI... Or Jamie. or Jaime, hey. whatever you prefer, asks if I'd like a delivery drone to come pick up my daughter's baby tooth, which fell out two days ago. The epigenetic markers in children's teeth have to be analyzed and cataloged. Have on our, to be. Mm-hmm. On our family genetic blockchain in order to qualify for the open health rebate. So I need that done today. Yeah, give us give us all your data. We want to know everything about you. And again, the carrot and stick of Dr. Lena Wang. If you don't do it, you got to pay more. They're, and, and they're already doing that to us with the vaccine. And I mean, there's the second class citizenry that if you want freedom, you'll have to pay for it. And, and they're going to tax you to death for it. Um, but it's just sick, the levels that they go to. They want your child's tooth. So that they can analyze it, you know. Oh, and, and look, we threw in blockchain. Mm-hmm. Ha! Crypto smart. <laughs> ha! <laughs> Biggest bunch of idiots you ever met. Exactly. Word smoothie. <laughs> I replaced the smart sticker that monitors my blood chemistry, lymphatic system, and organ function in real time. It's hard to imagine the costs and suffering that people must have endured before personalized preventative medicine became common. It's hard to imagine you the savages. Health. Yeah. It's hard to imagine the health and well-being that people had when they took responsibility for their own lives and their own fitness and lived the way that they wanted to live out in the open in the sunshine, fishing, hunting, gathering, working, building, using your muscles to build things, thinking, having a general joy of life. You look back at the 1900s and you see pictures of people and everybody was thin. Very few fat people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they didn't have smart stickers that they had to wear. They were constantly sampling you, tracking you. And, you know, it's not like data can't be manipulated for the end outcome. Ooh, we've detected something we don't like about you. You have cancer, whether you have cancer or not. But, again, the state's going to be all up in your junk. Yeah. Also, I'll admit that it sounds gross, but it's a good thing the municipality samples our fecal matter from the sewage pipes. It's part of the platform to analyze data on nutritional diversity, gut bacteria, and antibiotic use to aid with public health screening and fight antibiotic-resistant strains of bacteria. Word infections. smoothie. So this mm-hmm. is this is common fear smoothie for the uh, the overprecious uh, yoga crowd. We throw in gut bacteria. We use all these things. All the fear 
your stuff, the allergies, the antibiotics, everything. And they just want you to know it's a good thing, the municipality, the government. It's a good thing, government. It's always that. It's a good thing, government. It's a good thing, government. But government always has to do everything by force. Corporations, which aren't anything better, but the market used to have to appeal to you. You used to have to make its case that by selling you a service that improved your life or convincing you that this was something, but like at least trying to win you over. The municipality says, hey, we're going to we're going to divvy up your poop and look at it, whether you like it or not. Hey, hey, you're eating too many Fritos. (laughs) And then you go down to the market and you're like, I'm going to get some more Fritos. And they're like, oh, the municipality has been screening your poop and you've been having too many Fritos. This transaction is not authorized for Fritos. Then you're in the Frito black market, trying to get Fritos on the black market. <laughs> black then you're market. in a Frito den, freebasing Fritos. <laughs> I love it. And then you're a criminal. You're a criminal because you like Fritos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, the next download for my smart sink will allow me to choose a personalized biotic mix for my dechlorinated drinking water. Today's microbiome breakdown is displayed on the front of my fridge as I enter the kitchen. I'm so excited about my slurry. <laughs> you know, like, I live in the pod. I, I'm excited about slurries. I love looking at all this information that I don't have any choice over. Like, it's so, like, I mean, like, you in the 60s and the 70s, you could have not written worse dystopian, utopian, Orwellian, you know, fiction. And now... The craziest thing is they're running towards it. And you're like, but you've been warned. You have been warned. You should understand human nature. This will be abused. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Let's see. It's tracking a steady shift as I approach middle age. Today it suggests miso soup as part of my breakfast because my biome needs more diversity. But I want eggs and hash browns. (laughs) I want eggs and hash browns. And instead, no, the the slurry mix is giving you miso soup. That's all you can have and blah, blah, blah. We'll stop there because there's not too much more to Mm -hmm. it. But the truth of it is, is this is the nightmare they have planned for you. And it's probably for a lot of us going to, you know, maybe in about 10, 15, 20 years. I think in some countries, Canada, I think they're they're full in. I think I think Trudeau, um, who is a clown mm-hmm. and shouldn't be taken seriously. And I don't think he was taken seriously, but I do think he's going to be a major player. Um, he's ridiculous enough to be a major player. When you begin to look at a lot of the biographies and resumes and the World Economic Forum. This is not clown stuff. This is serious, serious stuff. This is the plan. This is the quiet part out loud. This is the sales pitch. And I think it is coming toward us for sure. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. What are your thoughts? Um. Wow. Let's see. I had a thought earlier, actually. To I had the up. one thought. Was it okay? <laughs> um. No, I just, I had like a summation thought, but I mean, the sum- I'm not good like on the spot, so I forgot it right at the moment. But Well, the summation is just this. It's, it's, um, it's getting pretty dark mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I, I, you know, we'll put that Schlichter article in there for you to read because I think that was a little bit of light in the tunnel. I, I, I'd like to think that we're going to get a shot here and if we get another Trump or we get a DeSantis, or we get us, or it goes, you know, where they try to force it, and and then the forcing becomes violence. Whatever it is, I think we need to make our next 
shot our best shot and and we've got we can't pull any nice punches we have to go all the way oh i remembered what my thought was it's a little bit specific but and i don't remember if we got to this yet reading it out loud here for this but a lot of it was talking about oh and you'll get this perfect synthetic thing that we've made and you'll get and then you'll eat this synthetic thing that's just so perfect for you and everything like that but i was going to say we have yet to see anything synthetic of that nature that's better than natural like still i gotta say sorry i'm not sorry god made it best yeah like you guys have still not been able to you know do healthy food or whatever you have your fake meat you have your whatever they are not as good for you as the real thing and the natural thing so like i just want to say about all this like you're not selling me like you have not proven that you can make synthetic stuff that's good for people (laughs) yeah sometimes you look at the slow attack and you wonder about the veganism and and i think there were always vegetarians but the vegan movement you know the fake that's the biggest thing about the vegan movement. When you look at vegans, they're actually unhealthy people. Mm-hmm. They've actually got to end up eating a lot of protein, stuff like that. But what came out of that is a lot of the fake movement, the fake and the fake pig, the impossible meat, all that kind of stuff. Tofurky. Yeah, and it's all <laughs> synthetic. And so what we can take away from this thing is that you're sitting inside all day, being bombarded by data, being constantly monitored and spied upon. And when you go through that that Horizons Canada uh, uh, website, what you look at is how badly they want to biologically, digitally interface with you. How they want to turn you into a computing machine. How they want to turn you into a storage machine passively. And again, you're just, I think the big takeaway that the Corbett Report makes on that website is that you are no longer a vital human being, you are just a thing. A pawn for them to a pawn move around for them and do to use. With. And they even say that. They, they want to make no distinction between vital life and non-vital life, like rocks and sticks and stones. They, they just see you. They, 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 they want to do away with humanity. You're still something, but you're no longer human. That human term, and you're going to see it, I think, coming. And it's like, I've seen it in the like, oh, herd immunity. Humans are not herds, you know, that's an animal thing. But the the constant need to dehumanize us, I think wearing the mask was a big dehumanizing thing. Here we are in California, we're supposed to all be out of the mask tomorrow. And I just want to say, like, what's the science on that? We've known for two months we were getting out of the mask. We've, uh, single white Medusa and I have not worn the mask. But there was no data or science for that. It was just an arbitrary date. And then you talk to the people that still have to work and they're being told that when they're at work, they're still going to have to wear a mask because you still have to create that dehumanized thing, that fear porn, all the things that they're doing. And we were told this was all about following the science, all about the data and everything like that. There's no data or science here. You didn't know two months ago by any kind of science and data that we wouldn't be in a worse position today. You just selected that date, Gavin Newsom, because you're part of the global reset, the digital biological convergence, the World Economic Forum. Begin to pay attention. Watch these things. These people have a real plan for us, and we might get one shot to get our lives back. I think I don't think the world is. But, you know, maybe the, the United States is hillbilly enough to go it on our own. And, but it, it might, we might be coming to that point 
where we need to remember what it's like to be a rugged individualist, to embrace American exceptionalism. So we did one cool, really secret podcast. If you are not a subscriber, click the subscribe button below and you'll get access to the secret podcast we're doing for the insiders. Become a member of The Hand. Smash the like button. That's what the kids say, right? Smash the like button. Yep. And uh, and support us and help us to keep doing that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go to San Diego tomorrow with some friends and see the carrier Nimitz. So there probably won't be a podcast tomorrow unless we do one on the road. We should uh, just while we're running. So so maybe we'll have something we'll to do over there. Um, I, we're gonna start dropping Strange Company chapter chapters this week and a Soda Pop Soldier chapter. So all that's coming. I'll try to do that reading thing and break it down as a writer, so that those of you who are interested in the process of writing can kind of to that I you some of you said that you really enjoyed that so we always want to make this channel this stack something that you get a lot out of tell us where to go tell us how to grow maybe you want a tv show we could do a tv show we just got a background screen yeah a green screen we could we could do a tv show at night you could sing <laughs> you could sing we'll something we'll we don't know we'll you don't sing it. anymore <laughs> i mean i could but anyways we love you and that is the podcast.